Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. All right, well, welcome to the very first episode of The Dwell Podcast. My sister, Vera Schmitz, is going to be joining us today. She is a co-founder with myself of Dwell, and she's going to be talking a little bit about how Dwell started, what the vision for Dwell is going forward. And then at the end, we're going to kind of just shoot the breeze a little bit about the most ridiculous, absurd, somewhat embarrassing childhood nicknames that we had. So stay tuned to the end. And without further ado, here's Vera. Welcome to the show, Vera. How Thank are you? you? I'm so good. I... I'm looking out the window right now. It's kind of drizzling. It's like a been a, kind of a lazy morning at my house. So I'm in a happy place. Drink a lot of coffee. I don't have anything to complain about. Good. How, awesome. how about you? How are you? Um, I'm doing well. You know, I, uh, I'm in my closet. I'm in my daughter's closet, actually. It's really tiny. Um, but it's, it's good. It's good in here. It's nice and quiet, and uh, I think it's got good sound quality. So, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, a lot of podcasters actually do the recordings in closets because the the clothes act as like a buffer for the sound. It's good sound quality. So she's not yeah. that weird that she's in I, the closet. I mean, yes and no, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. I mean, like, so we. Uh, my closet, this closet that I'm in is actually a tiny closet. So it's, but the, it's like the biggest one. So it's a problem really that I have going <laughs> forward. It's fine. So this is the maiden voyage of our podcast and we're going to keep it short so I don't get a leg cramp. And um, actually our podcast will always be a shorter podcast. So like 10, 15 minutes just to kind of get you going on your day and talk about our verses and share with special guests. So today we have Vera Schmitz and she is also my sister, but we co-founded Dwell together. And we thought this first episode would be a great opportunity just to talk about how to dwell start and our vision for dwell, kind of why we're here and what we're doing. Um, so Vera, give yes. us a little, you're the fire starter. Um, tell us, tell us about that. How did Dwell start? Yeah, um, I've written about it a little bit occasionally, like on our Instagram or our blog, but <clears throat> Dwell began because of sports. So I grew up um, doing track and was a pole vaulter. And um, that was really, honestly, kind of my full-time gig for a long time. Um, went to college and competed at Indiana University and then had the honor of trying out for the Olympic team in 2012 and 2016. Um, and scripture memory was always kind of my jam. Like I always wrote verses on my wrist uh, before meets particularly, but also during practices and, you know, when you're competing at the level I was competing at, um, or like with anything big, like there are a lot of fears and doubts that mm -hmm. come with that. Um, and so, you know, whether it was going through hip surgery in 2015, or it was, um, not having a place to train for a while, like these bigger things had happened to me during, um, my training and it was always God's word that was 
kind of my lifeline. And so yeah. I always wrote it right on my wrist and would memorize verses at practice and, and while competing. Um, and it's during that time that um, actually my sister-in-law was like, hey, instead of writing the full verse on your wrist, you should write the first letter of every word instead, and then you'll be able to recall it easier. Um, and to me, that was brilliant because I, I was like writing full verses where like I literally had like a s- sleeve of tattoos and Sharpie marker <laughs> on my wrist. Right. And so and now like, was, what's like, up with that freak show over there? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Sharpie marker. So it was like faded and like running. Um, and so anyway, the the initialism is kind of what we call it just was mm-hmm. so much easier to see. It was um it was more challenging to recall and it was more effective in memorizing the verse. And so when track was over after the 2016 Olympic trials, I wanted to share that system with more people. Um, Because even after being done with the trials, I found myself in a, in a hard spot in 2016. Like I'd trained for this goal my whole life and now it was over. Um, And those verses were more important to me then than they'd ever been as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And so it was apparent to me, like, if, if I, if I needed them as bad as I did, others must feel the same way. Um, and so that's how the idea kind of was born out of, out of sports and out of a need for God's words for my life. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So going forward, share a little bit about your vision for dwell. Like, Um, definitely, you know, you're sharing about how it started with this desire to sort of share this thing that you had found that was so effective for you with other people. Um, how do you see that looking in the future? What's your vision? My vision is that people would really know his word. I -hmm. want people to know his word and I want people to dwell on his word. Um, it's one thing to know his word and like have these verses memorized, but if you don't let it penetrate into your thought life and into your heart and the way you perceive the world, um, Mm. then they're just words. Um, but that's the thing about his, his word. When we memorize God's word, it is alive and active. That's what it says about itself. It is a sword that pierces the soul and the spirit. So I believe when we memorize his word, it is going to transform us. And so that is really my hope is, is when you are in a dark place, when you are in a hard season, when your thoughts are consuming in a negative way, um, that his word would come to the forefront of your mind. And that would become your mantra over the doubts and over the fears and over the anxieties that his word would be your default. Um, Because that has been my greatest hope in my dark seasons and my struggles. Um, the thing that lifts me out of those places has always been words of truth. So my vision for dwell is that we would be a resource for people in that way, that we would help people to really write these words on their hearts and in their minds. Awesome. I think that's just beautiful, Vera. I think it's a, it's an awesome goal and just a really great, vision for how we can connect people to God um, and to be connected with God. Definitely. I I feel in my own life that when I'm in God's word, when I have it in my mind and it comes to me in, in situations that I need it, it's just like, it's the most powerful thing. Mm -hmm. 
So, okay. So that's kind of who Dwell is. That's who we are. Um, fun stories. But I wanted to just delve a little bit into who you are now. So mm. who are you now, now that you're done with competing? Like, what, mm-hmm. what do you want to tell us about yourself a little bit? Ooh, what do you, what do you want to know? Um, <laughs> the dirty goods. All the goods. <laughs> Let me see. Um, okay, so I'm married to my, my college sweetheart, Matt Schmidt, who is, um, if you met him, he'd be your best friend. Mm-hmm. He's like the happy, the happy-go-lucky guy, um, which I'm so thankful for. I, um, if anybody knows the Enneagram, I'm a six, so I tend to be um, a little bit more glass half-empty than him, so I'm so <laughs> grateful that he is he is such a positive person and it's just been the most beautiful picture of God knowing what we need yeah Um, because I I thought I was drawn like I thought I would always marry somebody like me who thinks like me and acts like me and um is attract like uh likes to do the things I like to do um and I found myself you know being married to somebody who is not like me and I as, as our marriage grows and we continue, um, I'm like, man, I just want to be more like Matt. I thought I was, <laughs> I was right. Like I was the one that was living the more righteous life or something who mm-hmm. like weirdo over here. Um, but the reality is, is he is full of grace, full of joy. Um, and I'm just so thankful for him. So that's, that's Matt. Um, and then we have a little boy, Isaiah. He is two and a half. Um, he is a spunky two and a half year old. He, we keep saying he's just in a sweet spot right now. Mm-hmm. Super funny, super loving. Um, we had like a hard season of like, you know, the d- disciplining the two year old, but I feel like now he is in a really fun spot. So we're just soaking up every moment with him. Um, and yeah, that's kind of our little family unit right now. Really awesome. special. That's awesome. A great place. Okay. So one final question. Okay. Um, what was one childhood nickname that you had? Oh, why would you ask this? <laughs> Cause I'm your sister. <sighs> sure about okay. a childhood nickname. <laughs> well, yeah. So I had one nickname that was terrible my oldest brother so I'm the youngest of five so it goes our brother Curtis then Natalie then our sister Rebecca then our brother John and then me so I was the baby of five kids and our brother Curtis was like kind of the nickname king he still is Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. nobody who's friends with him doesn't have a nickname probably um and so I had really big front teeth as a little kid like (laughs) absurdly large front teeth and so um, I think so, what happened was you lost those two front teeth and then they came in and you didn't lose your baby, your yeah. other baby teeth for like a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just two giant teeth in the front. Um, <laughs> and so my brother Curtis, instead of calling me Vera, would call me Beavra, like a beaver. <laughs> and this was my name for basically my whole growing up. <laughs> and then I made the mistake in college of sharing this with a group of friends and I am still referred to um as Beer- uh, Beavra to one particular friend from college. Like that's all he calls me is Beavra. Oh. Um 
so yeah, that is the truth of my childhood right there. Hey, I just, I, I, I just feel like now that I've exposed that, um, and maybe I shouldn't have, but are you going to share your nickname? I am. I'm share mine so that everybody else knows what, what Curtis called me, which was fat Nat. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say stash master. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Stash, Nat stash. That was another one. I kind of had like a little baby mustache, which I eventually learned how to wax. But at the time, it it was was... not a baby stash. Let's be real. Okay. There's nothing baby or all about your mustache. Full grown. Like I could have, I could have been a, like a 1970s pimp with that stash. Yeah. For reals. (laughs) So yeah, Nat stash. And then there was also fat Nat. So our dad owned a donut shop and I, I did partake uh, maybe of a few too many donuts. It was good that he sold that before I hit puberty. Oh so. <laughs> uh, that now everybody probably has a negative view of our oldest brother, but honestly, he, he's the best. He, has, he literally has the biggest heart on the planet, and um, it it actually feels like a form of love when he's picking on you. So it does. It's somehow he he can be like really kind of cruel in a way that you're like, oh, but it's Kurt, so I love him. Yep, it's true, <laughs> and we do love him. Oh. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today, Vera. And it was really fun chatting with you. And I uh, just appreciate you sharing your heart about scripture memory and um, being just honest and genuine about your struggles with having giant front teeth as a child. <laughs> <laughs> well, it w- I'm just happy to that we're doing this. I'm excited to hear our guests as they come along over the weeks and just the to watch the way that God's wor- word is interacting in people's lives and changing them and growing them. And we just hope that this is going to be a light in your life during yeah. the week. Um, and I'm excited for you, Nat, because I think you're going to be a great host and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about it too. I'm excited to get to kind of hear other people's take on scripture, because I feel like whenever I talk to somebody about whatever verse I'm studying or whatever Bible study, I'm always amazed at the things that they come up with that I'm like, I would have never thought of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just pumped to get to talk more about our verses every month and, and uh, yeah, get to connect with other people and hear how God is intersecting with their lives. So yeah, we'll look forward to it. Thank you so much for joining Vera. Yes. We'll talk soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in. You can find out more about Dwell at www.dwelldifferently.com where you can read our weekly blog or sign up for our monthly membership. We also are on Instagram and Facebook at Dwell Differently.